Game on! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello and welcome to our last Wolverines Weekly of the 2023 calendar year. My name is CJ Baumgartner. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg next on Wolverines Weekly. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg. Coach, another week in the books, the calendar year of 2023 in the books for you guys. Uh, how did things go this week? Uh, things were good. We had kind of a kind of a long week with only one game this week. Uh, we played Aiken last night. Um, well, it been Thursday night for when people are listening to this. Um, and and we, we played really well. Uh, we talked about having to put together a full uh, 36 minutes uh, on both ends of the court, and the, and the boys did a great job of that. Um, last Friday night, uh, we played Bertha Hewitt, and it's kind of a, a tale of two halves where um, Bertha kind of came out and outworked and out-hustled us in the first half, and we were trailing at halftime. Um, but then we kind of flipped a switch and um, really started bringing energy and uh, intensity on both ends of the court uh, in the second half and came back to win that one. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of good things to take away. Um, you know, and we're, we're looking forward to the, to the winter break. Uh, we do have, we had a, a, a moved game added to next Thursday with Frazee comes to town. So we do have one more left in 2023, but next Thursday will be it for us for the 2023 year. All right, so let's go back to last Friday when you played Bertha Hewitt. Like you said, it was a tale of two halves. And, you know, before the game, you were telling me about defense and how important it was and how you thought that they were really playing well. And in that second half, I mean, that was apparent. Uh, you guys were locking down. It was uh, Everything was going right for you guys in that second half. Uh, what do you like about the defense, and what do you think about this year's team makes the defense so good? Yeah, we have uh, a lot of athletes, um, you know, and that helps when not only are they pretty smart basketball players, but they're also quick and athletic enough to, to be able to do um, everything you're wanting them to do, um, you know, with with guards like uh, Kobe Snyder and Teshi Lohr and DeAndre Hammond to be able to go and put them on any other team's big speedy guards. I mean, they, those guys can stick with anybody uh, that we'll have on our schedule. Um, you know, then we got guys like the, the Nate Petersons of the world, um, Simon Kreklau, Jackson Brown that are, are willing to, to body up guys down low that is definitely something necessary to um, and the guys just buy in. Uh, one thing that we've, we've struggled with and kind of why there was the tale of the two halves last Friday is that um, you know the guys love to score, they love to be on the offensive side of things but don't always work their hardest on the defensive side uh, and we reminded them how defense is going to win us these games as we go throughout this year that we're not worried. We know we're going to score plenty of points. We got to be able to stop people, um, you know. And I think they're slowly starting to buy into that. And uh, just looking at our, our defensive efforts the last handful of games here, uh, we've been really, really proud of ourselves for keeping teams right around that 50 mark or just below. Um, you know, that's something I think if we can keep teams around 50 points all year long, we're going to have a lot of fun this year. Yeah, and going to the uh, going to the Aiken game, you mentioned a complete game, and just what do you like about uh, your team in that matchup? What do you think uh, kind of was the takeaway for you? Yeah, Aiken, um, the, the limited film that we got on them, they had a really good uh, point guard um, that, that scores a lot for them. Um, he had a ton of points uh, in one of the films we had, so uh, Kobe Snyder got that job, and uh, he did a tremendous job, um, this kid that was averaging, I don't know, probably in the 20s of points, um, was held to just two points per half, so only four points all night. 
um, and really didn't even get that many attempts off. Kobe was just pestering them all night. Um, you know, and that was a blast to see. And they also have a, they had a sophomore kid that's like six, six, um, just a huge, huge monster of a guy. And, uh, and Nate Peterson and Simon Crackle and Jackson Brown, when they were in there, they got their turns and really did a lot of the, the dirty work of working hard with this guy. Cause he, he was, he was a big, uh, a big machine down there. And we had to make sure he was getting off of the, getting pushed away, boxed out for, so he wasn't cleaning up the glass all night long. And those, those three bigs did a tremendous job for us. Um, you know, and offensively, we were able to go up tempo. Uh, they, they weren't as, as deep as I thought maybe they'd be. They only subbed two or three guys um, deep, so we were really able to push the ball on them and uh, kind of tire them out and run away with it. And as you get ready for winter break, I know you said that you guys do have a game that got moved up in there, but as a coaching staff, what do you like to use winter break for? Do you use it to kind of give everybody a rest and get ready for the grind that is January and February? Is it we want to go high intensity and tune a couple things up? And I know every year is kind of different, but with this year's team, what's your approach? Yeah, with this year, uh, with us having a game on that Thursday, um, you know, and, and Christmas being on Monday, uh, we definitely we get in there and get after it on, on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week for practice, just um, knowing because the boys have to um, Friday off this week and, and Monday, of course, with Christmas. So after four-day weekend um, of being away, we really get try to get after it and get things done and accomplished, get guys um, to stay in shape. You know, the one thing we really – stress this year is our conditioning and making sure that we're in great shape so that come February, March, when we're playing these teams wanting to go up tempo and run them out of the gym, uh, we're, we're in condition to do so. Um, so having four days off, we're, we got to get back into that um, and also get ramped up, ready to play Frazee, uh, knowing that we only have really two days to prepare for them. Uh, we got, we got to get a lot of stuff done and film work and all those good things done. Um, you know, but then when we, when we give them time off, I think it's important to, to, to make sure just for them as kids, uh, you know, in Christmas break, um, whether your family's around or your friends are out doing whatever, I guess you can't really snowmobile this year, but get out there and just take some time for yourself. So um, with the game next Thursday, there's a good chance we'll probably take um, Friday off and then the, the new year off, and then we, we start up fresh in January. So hopefully we're well-rested, but still staying sharp on some things. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, appreciate the time. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll uh, talk to you in 2024, all right? Yes, Merry Christmas to you guys too. Thank you. We'll be right back on Wolverines Weekly, but when we return, we'll talk with Wolverine head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressup as he talks about his team's early part of the season. That's coming up next, Wolverines Weekly. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip and coach another week in the books. Where's your team sitting? Yeah, we had a, a tough game against against Holly. We knew it would be tough. Um, they're they're always good. They're well coached. Great program. Um, and we just kind of we just couldn't get over the hump against them. We kind of got down early and fought our way back, but uh, it just wasn't enough and. They play a, a tough little three-quarter court zone and a two-three zone, and they're big, long, lengthy, and that kind of disrupted things for us offensively. But, uh, you know, I thought second half we were a little bit more aggressive there. You know, Lola Pulver came in and um, had some, some key buckets for us, and we just couldn't uh, string a few good possessions together. And, again, we had a, a case of the turnover bug in the first half, and, I thought it was better in the second half as far as, you know, taking care of the ball goes. But you live and you learn and you move on. That's just how the, the basketball season goes. 
You know, you mentioned that Holly kind of had an interesting wrinkle in a little bit of their uh, zones. I guess for those at home, just kind of what was the plan to kind of attack that and just, uh, you know, against a zone like that, what's the, typically the way that you want to go to try and score? Yeah, so they, they started out in a, a 2 2 one three-quarter court press, um, which really wasn't super aggressive, and they weren't looking to, to trap a whole lot there. All their, their main goal was was to kind of slow things down and get us setting up our offense, you know, with 26, 27 on the shot clock instead of, you know, the, the 35. So that kind of slows things down and kind of rushes you against their 2-3 zone, which, you know, slows things down in itself. So um, against any zone, you're going to have to hit outside shots and um, move the ball around, get the ball from side to side, get the zone moving. And um, I feel like we're just a little rushed there. We, we'd get the ball past half court and then we, you know, get our, get our offense set a little bit late and, um, they were kind of extending their zone too. Um, they'd kind of trap the top and, um, it was almost more of a, a two one two. And, um, the baseline is kind of the, the, uh, open area on that. And we, uh, were able to get it there, you know, in the second half with, with Lola Pulver and, um, thought Peyton had a couple drives there. Um, but it is, it is tough when, when they have, you know, six, one, five, 11, five, 10, and, pretty good athletes and so um we did okay you know um at times and have things to work on as well you know and you kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier with you know not every press is meant to you know create turnovers and get you uh to to give up the ball that way sometimes they're meant to slow you take you out of your normal rhythm and especially now with the shot clock like you mentioned that's kind of a another thing too because not only when you beat it you have to make sure that you still have enough time to, to kind of run your offense. What's it been like trying to coach through just kind of the early days of, I know we had the shot clock last year, but now it's universal. It's going to be here for playoffs. We kind of have to learn to, to play with it now. What's it been like kind of coaching uh, the girls through that? Yeah, um, it, it definitely brings its challenges, makes it makes it exciting and, and fun, though, you know, at the same time. Um, I think we'll see more and more of those, those three quarter court zones where it's not as aggressive. It's more so just to, to slow things down and, um, you know, like, just like what Holly did. And, um, and yeah, I feel like, um, just getting used to getting used to that clock and not feeling so, so rushed or, or panicked. Um, even when the, the clock's at around 10, I feel like in that first half, we were just like, just we were moving the ball, but we weren't able to give our, our post a look inside. And so like we were just a little bit too panicky and a little bit too, um, ball movement oriented. And so, um, yeah, it's just finding that balance of, of playing with urgency, but also with, with patience and, um, and get a good look and get the best look you can. And so with next week kind of coming up, what do you guys have on the schedule, if anything, and what's kind of the plan throughout Christmas break? Yep, so we got a game tonight, home game against Park Rapids here, and um, we know that's going to be a challenge. They have a couple, you know, lights-out shooters, and they, they play some zone, um, full court and half court, so we've got to be ready to execute against that um, for sure and, you know, play our game and uh, play with confidence. And then next Friday, we host Barnesville. We haven't hosted a, or had a game over Christmas break in, in a while now. You know, it's been probably – well, at least as long as I've been coaching, five, six years, that we've had a game over Christmas break, and I feel like it'll be good to kind of break things up. And, um, you know, we'll have a couple practices next week, scrimmage. Um, next Wednesday against Browerville, they'll come to town, and that'll be good to just have a kind of a glorified practice against a different team and 
and get ready for Barnesville, who is, you know, always really, really good. They beat Perm, you know, a couple weeks ago last week. Um, so a couple challenges here in Section 8 AA matchups, and, and we got them at home. So hopefully we can play well. And obviously every team every year is a little bit different with kind of the expectations going into that Christmas break period, but more so for you and your team this year, what's kind of your plan? Uh, you know, is it more a little hands off and let's rest up or, you know, with the scrimmage, is it more like we want to go a little bit hardcore and, and fix a couple things? What's kind of your method going into this year's winter break practices? Um, yeah, it's just kind of full bore ahead, full steam ahead. I'm not trying to do anything differently i guess um we want to fine tune some things especially um what we're finding out here before christmas break is we need to work on um our zone offense you know full court zone offense half court zone offense and and you know fine tune our our decision making against those um those defenses and um kind of slow the game down and so that with this this extra practice time that's going to be a huge benefit for us. And so we'll, we'll get a little, little break here, you know, a couple of days off into Christmas and then, um, you know, right back, right back at it and continue to improve. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach, Jordan Cressip. Hey coach, best of luck throughout the Christmas break period. And we'll talk to you in 2024. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. We're going to take a break. When we return, it's Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach, Brad Wollum on Wolverines weekly. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And coach, the calendar year of 2023 is in the books for you guys. Uh, how are things feeling? Um, I think we had a great December. Uh, that first third of the season was was a good one. Um, team record-wise, we're sitting two and three. Um, and I, you know, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, you know, throughout the first month ish of the season, kind of what have you liked out of your team? Where are some areas you think you have to improve on in the final two thirds, but just kind of where do things sit that way? Um, I would say uh, as far as good things that the team is doing is everybody has been, uh, stepping up. Um, you know, we haven't had that, that consistent person, every tournament or every duel that's going to go out there and get, you know, six points or, a, uh, you know, a four-point major or even just a consistent win. Um, so it's been kind of different groups of people, um, you know, leading the charge at different events, um, which is, you know, a little bit more stressful not to have that consistency. But uh, it is nice that all the kids are, you know, ready to step up when they when they need to. Um, you know, and then otherwise, I guess we just haven't really been at full strength yet this season we either had kids out sick um you know kids miss weight or something like that we just haven't quite fully had our full team all at one time but i think if if that were to happen you know i'd be really excited uh for what we could do then and uh you played uh had a match earlier in the week uh, just talk about how that went uh hosting osakis oh that was that was outstanding um osakis is currently I would say the top team in our section, um, they've, they beat every other section opponent. Um, and it was, it was a nail biter. It came down to the last match of the evening. Um, and that wouldn't have happened if not every kid would have stepped up. Uh, we had kids that, you know, so were able to save team points, whether it was, you know, not getting pinned, um, and giving up, you know, maybe a tech ball instead, 
we we lost one overtime match, but we won another overtime match. Uh, we had kids, you know, go out there and get pins. Um, you know, I could go through the list. Even Hudson Scholes at uh, 127 pounds wrestled a, a very, very good wrestler who's probably lost, I think, two times in the last 70 matches that he's wrestled. Um, and Hudson lost to him 0-2. to two. He wrestled them really, really tough, good match, and that was a, a good loss. I mean, as a coach, I was expecting him probably to get pinned against a very good wrestler like that, but he held his own. Um, you know, I can go on and on about the kids on the team, but they really worked hard, you know, and then Jaden Nelson had to had to step up. Um, he had to bump up to heavyweight and, you know, a lot of pressure on his shoulders, but, you know, he went after it. He almost, almost sealed the deal with a major upset, but... Um, yeah, he gave it his all. And, you know, as a coach to, to a, a good section team, like you talked about Nosekis, to as a coach to see your team rise to the occasion and, and play as well as they did, just how does that make you feel and how confident does that make you uh, throughout Christmas break and the rest of the season? Uh, super confident. You know, I, I hope it, for the athletes' sake that it, it eliminates any doubt. Um, you know, I keep telling them that they're, they're three feet from gold. Uh, there's a saying or there's a story about this, this gold miner out in Colorado that dug and dug and dug his whole life and gave everything away. And, and then he finally, he just gave up and then somebody else took over the mining rights and started drilling. And that guy was only three feet from gold from the largest gold strike in Colorado history. So I'm telling the kids you're right there, you know, don't give up. I then I hopefully they see that after wrestling a good Osakis team that, Hey, you know, we can hang with good teams and we could beat some good teams if, you know, we get healthy, get that, you know, and get to that full strength. And over Christmas break, kind of what's the plan for uh, the boys and girls teams? What's, uh, you know, is it, you know, really working hard, trying to, to grind some stuff out? Or is it, you know, it's winter break, let's let everybody rest up. It's going to be a long <clears throat> January and February. Kind of what do you sit with this year's team? What's your approach? Um, you know, we always go to the Maz, uh, the Maslowski Center, and we do you know, some swimming and stuff like that. So we did that on Friday, right after Christmas break. Um, and then after Christmas um, next week, we're going to have two really hard days. We've got a uh, former Minnesota Gopher wrestler coming in to do two really long practices from basically nine to five, uh, just two really long days. And it'll be very intense, and the kids will be very tired, and then they'll get a nice long break after that. So hopefully um, just two super intense days where they're just, you know, a lot of stuff is going to be thrown at them, and then they get four days off a break before we come back to school. Yeah, and, you know, a couple uh, a couple good, uh, it looks like you had a dual meet, kind of the first match you have back for the year against Staples Motley and New York Mills. You kind of get thrown right back into it with two solid teams. Uh you know, what's kind of the message to your kids throughout the, throughout the break? Um, I think, you know, just having that mindset of, hey, where we, we start out the gate right away. Um, and that, again, these are big section opponents, you know, conference opponents. We, we should, you know, we could either keep it close and lose to them or we could, you know, step up and, and beat them. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be close, uh, but we got to just have a one track mind of, Hey, we are the the alphas here, and you know, let's take it to them. So that's just kind of the mindset. And then we we wrestle a, quad, a quadrangular the day after, so 
we could either go 0 and 5 the first two days after Christmas, or we could be 5 and 0, or 4 and 1, or whatever you want to be. But um, I think they've got that potential. Yeah, and for the switching gears here to the girls' team, uh, what's their schedule look like? When do they get a chance to get on the mat again in the new year? Um, so for the dual meets, you know, it's just uh, it depends on what the other team has for female athletes and um, whether they match up with the same weight classes as our girls. So that's, that's kind of hit and miss, similar to like J- the JV junior high kids. Um, but they'll have their next official tournament um, in Thief River Falls on January 20th. So they have a, a little bit of a break before they officially have have a, a, a tournament. Um, so it'll be hit and miss on the girls' end for the next couple of events. And then uh, in February, we'll pick up some more tournaments for them. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, have a good holiday break, and we'll talk to you again in 2024. Sounds great. We are going to wrap things up on Wolverines Weekly next on KWAD. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendahl. And, Coach, you have another week in the books, the Highway 71 Cup. Just give us a little bit of a recap on how last week went. Well, the the 71 Cup slipped away from us in overtime. It was a barn burner, back and forth, up and down battle. And with about two minutes and 38 seconds left in, in overtime, Park Rapids was able to, to pop one in. So that certainly was a, a disappointing loss. And then we traveled to uh, Northern Lakes to take on what potentially might be the two or three seed um, in the section, and we dropped that one seven to one last night. Yeah, and going back to that Highway 71 Cup game, you talk about it getting up there and the environment going to overtime. Uh, you know, just what was that game like, kind of sitting on the bench there and just watching everybody play in kind of, uh, kind of that rivalry game? Well, that was that was an exciting one, and it was a, another one where our guys we. We got back into the game. We were down a little bit. We got back into it, came out, and I think Park Rapids scored two goals maybe in the span of like 15 seconds to start the the period coming out of the room where we had just gotten the game back back under control. So we were down four to two, but as as the guys have been all year, they were calm, they stayed focused, stayed right with it, and uh made sure to capitalize on the on the opportunities they got they got us back into the game and it it just literally was one of those bouncy games that could have gone gone either way yeah and and you know after the week where like you said you play a a tough section team and then you have a a game go down to the wire like you did uh, what's the message to your team as you guys kind of uh get ready for christmas break and uh, start to look forward to the new year yeah so the 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 time off here I think will be a, a good thing. We've got um some guys that can definitely use the rest. We just we don't have have that many players this year. So the the rest will be a real good one and they're gonna have to be well rested because we're gonna go on a on a six hundred mile road trip um in three three games. So round round trip six hundred miles traveling to Breckwap. We'll go all the way to the Canadian border um to take on Badette and then back down to to Long Prairie. So that that's how we kick off the new year between January 2nd and January 11th. And then we go on a four-game homestand uh, from January 13th through the 23rd. But I think we've got like three games in six uh, six days there. So the, the rest uh, couldn't have come at a, at a better time for us. 
And as you guys are getting ready, uh, like you said, for that big stretch and for a, a very busy month of January, what's kind of your goal as coach for the team over break? You know, when you get into practice, is that, hey, we really want to work hard at fixing these couple things, or is it, you know, we're going to get in here, we're going to get our work done and try not to burn ourselves out too much over break? Yeah, exactly. And that that's kind of what we've what we've had to we've had to remodel and kind of restructure our approach with with not uh, not many guys often with uh with a team. I look at some of the rosters in the area. Alexandria's got 40 guys. Um Northern Lakes got 40 guys. They they can do addition by addition. They can add more players, move guys in and out of the lineup. We can't do that. So what what our big focus has been on is is doing addition by subtraction and subtracting as many of the small little mistakes that we can. And we're, we are seeing a lot of progress in that from the beginning of the year. So that that's going to continue to be the focus um, right throughout break and, and after break in practice is just doing the small things, keeping it simple and, and trying to trying to subtract the mistakes that um, will allow us to stay in the game. If we can do that. <clears throat> You mentioned the team's resilience, and it's been something that they've done really well all year long. What's another area of this team throughout the first, we'll say, half of the season that you feel like that they've done really well? Well, I, I think the consistency, and we're we're pretty much running uh, uh, two lines. And I'm I'm looking this morning at some of the some of the data. There's only seven points that separates uh, our production between the two lines. So. I think that's what they've that's what they've done very well. Is they've been very well well balanced, well matched. Um, they can e- either of those units can go against um, any of the the lines that are being put out, and you know, unfortunately, that's kind of what we have to do. We've got to just we don't have an option of rolling a full full third line, so it's kind of a one two one two, and maybe subbing some other guys in once in a while. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Robbie Grendall. Coach, take the time off, uh, get a breather, and we'll look forward to talking with you in 2024. Okay, sounds good. Happy holidays. Now as we finish up Wolverines Weekly for the 2023 calendar year, why don't we talk with our Wolverine Player Spotlight? Time again for another Wolverine Player Spotlight. This week we're putting the focus on Matthew Wegscheid, a junior on the wrestling team. Hey, Matthew, how's your season been going so far? Uh, Pretty good. And, you know, uh, last week in that meet against Pelican Rapids, you were able to get the pin to kind of give your team the win. Uh, what was that feeling like, and just what was your mindset going in there? Uh, I just knew I had to do what had to be done to win and get a win for the team, and it felt good. What was it like uh, when you were able to do that and you kind of get up and see your team reacting? What was that feeling like? Uh, I felt really good and happy inside. You know, what do you think you do best on the mat? Uh, just stay focused and uh, toughen it up through it. What do you like most about wrestling? Uh, just that, uh, how the team and just uh, how much work you have to put into it. What are your goals for the season for yourself and for the team? Uh, for myself, um, qualify for state and for a team, uh, do really good in team sections. Let's get to know some of the other things you're involved in at Wadena Deer Creek. Uh, what are some of the other sports activities? What else do you do? Um, trap, fishing league. Uh, football. And would you say you have a favorite class? Shop classes with Mr. Schroed, probably, yeah. What's your favorite movie? Dukes of Hazard, probably. Uh, what's your favorite breakfast? Just plain eggs. If you could live any place in the United States, where would it be? Probably here in Minnesota. Awesome. Uh, you Would you say you're a morning person or a night person? Depends, but usually a morning person. 
What's your favorite candy? Reese's. Least favorite candy? Anything kind of hard candy. Who's your favorite athlete? Um, Tom Brady. If you could spend one day with a celebrity, who would it be? The Rock. <laughs> All right, Matthew Wagstrider, Wolverine Player Spotlight. Hey, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.